0: It's green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablins is holding on. Cut glory for Kablins. But it is all hard style Rico and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne cup in. Green light is on for the Green light on podcast. Yes, hello and welcome to the Green Light On podcast ahead of Sandown Park Thursday night. Big, big addition. We're going to catch up with Lisa Cockrell, trainer of Hector Forley, who is just about the hottest greyhound on the planet at the moment. His last two 600-metre runs have been out of this world. He's heading toward the Sandown Cup, so we're going to learn a little bit more about Hector Forley in a moment. I think it might just be the Hector Forley show this week uh, as we start with Run of the Week, and here he is. Run of the Week. I know uh, last week he was extraordinary, I think he might be the first Greyhound to be back-to-back run of the weeks uh, in successive weeks on this podcast, but the way he handled himself from Box 8 and exploded against Metropolitan Runners down the back, I this is one of the best wins I've ever seen last week from Hector Foley, here he is. Racing. He was only fair to go, Hector Foley, Good speed out from Hasco Bale. And up on the outside was Louis. Coming across now, Hector Forley. He's on the scene very quickly. Up to second. Behind them was Why Not Pearl. Further back in the field to Alpine Butterfly. Then came Money and Power. A long gap to Tigalong Ruby. And last of all was Irma Pence. But Hector, have a look at Hector Go. He is seven or eight lengths in front. Hasco Bale second. Then Louis. Behind them was Alpine Butterfly. Butterfly, but here's a star. Hector Foley by 10. Second Louis. third's a photo. Alpine Butterfly. Beautifully Hasco said by Dan. Bale. Hector Foley's oh, a star. One, and and, and to be honest, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when you watched horses like Winx and Black Caviar, and they, they were almost so perfect they looked like a different animal. Uh, um, and down the back straight, when he put away Hasco Bale, he looked to be... His stride looked to be so much faster than any other greyhound in the race. It was, it was something very special, and he steps up to 700 metres, and I cannot wait to see how he goes about it on Thursday night. Thursday's preview. We'll catch up with Lisa Cockle in a moment to chat about uh, his chances in that 7.15 metre race. But let's get through the Sandown Park 12 race program with uh, hopefully a few winners to be found. Starting with race one, Sports Bet Mix 6 and 7 final, 6.02. So a nice early winter start. They've gone forward to that uh, that earlier start time from, uh, from now on in. Uh, starting with uh, race one, look, I thought this was a tough race. I like the finish of Coppola Bale last start. I think he might be a smoky to get up to... To 600 and win a, a nice race like this in town. Uh, not really sure who to tip. I think Dark Mode leads. Coppola Bell, Aston Costello run on, and the other one was Kanye Jackal. The draw is the challenge because he had the red last time. He goes to box seven this time, but he went, I think, 1873 down the back last week. So that was uh, low flying. I might go Dark Mode just to run a place. Number two, I think uh, he will lead. Um, and hopefully he can get a little bit of a break on them from there. But, yeah, I think Coppola-Bale's uh, a bit of a smoke. Maybe a same-race multi with the likes of the 1, 2, and 3, uh, all to run top four. Race two, my best bet of the night is number two, uh, Minister Mentor. I think it's a beautiful run trailing the red early. Um, the five will show a bit of pace, Rixie Bale, so I think Minister Mentor will be third at worst on the rail. Um, I think he wants the fence too. He's had uh, 8.8753 in his last five, and it was a forgive run last time at the Meadows. Jump, wanted the rail, couldn't get there. Uh, I think he'll go well he's my best bet of the night race two number two race three I'm probably going to have a small play here on uh, Louis just to run a place number four uh, was a decent run last time behind Hector Foley and we all know the uh, the ability Hector Foley's got so happy to have a small play on Louis who does look to be in pretty good touch at the moment race four I like the red great guy Uh, his best wins are outstanding I think he'll start to step up and Probably now get back to 700 for a crack at the Sandown Cup in the weeks ahead. Race five, we'll go with Yachi Bale back up to 600 metres. He made up a lot of ground last week. He's just not really getting into the races. That's the only concern. He's been awesome the last... Hundred metres in all of his races, but maybe 600 off the red, he can just lob a bit closer and, and be hard to beat. Race 6, I'm going to go with Hector Forley at his 7.15 metre debut. Um, I think he will pinch an almighty break on them. Hara Skipper, I think, is a danger and Ariane Bale's the other one. bit disappointing uh, up at Newcastle, the Gardens last time, but we all know what she can do at her best, so I'll go with Hector Forley to take out race 6 on the Hector Forley podcast. Race number 7, I like one, Nelvin Bale, drawn beautifully. Um, when he got ran down by Adhano Rico in that Meadows final four starts ago. He could not have done anything better. Um, he jumped beautifully and Adhano Rico, just picked him up late. So I think off the red, he's drawn to win. Race eight, I'm going to go a place bet here on number one, my Neo. Race number nine, this one we see a probably the best grade five, I reckon, I've ever seen in town. Um, Photo Man's last five starts have two group one appearances and two group threes, the other being a heat of a Melbourne Cup, and He's in a grade five. You've got Madigan, who's strung together two mixed four and five 600-metre wins at the Meadows in the last month. Um, Shimmer Dream, who could be absolutely anything. Electrified, who's won over a quarter of a million. At Hana Rico, who was the fastest qualifier into the Geelong Cup. So tough, tough race to to try and tip. I'm not sure which way I'll go. I, I might even just watch this one and admire what is, I reckon, nearly the best grade five. I've just about ever seen. Uh, Race number 10, another tough race. Um, Birdo, I think, is drawn to run a big race, so I'll go a small each way on the red. Uh, race number 11, another tricky little field this one. I might go a, a small each way play on the red, uh, Tigalong night ball I think might just get a decent run through um, when the pressure goes on around that first corner. And race 12, my other best bet of the night at a huge price, number 6, Winston Town. Um, you know, I like the Hillsville form. He has been outstanding in his last two, and I think people have completely forgot. Five runs ago, he went 25 dead at and He is a genuine star. He is my each-way best bet of the night. Mark $12 in the watchdog form guide. Obviously, uh, gamble responsibly. Chances are you're going to lose. one 800 if you think gambling's becoming a problem for you. Hunters, punting club. So I'll go with $10 each-way on Winston Town. Raise 12 And my other best bet, which was race number two, I'll have 15 each way on Minister Mentor. Inside Info. The Inside Info segment warming up now as we count down closer to the Sandown Cup and a greyhound that I think is on the runway heading toward that race is Hector Forley and Hector Forley's trainer, Lisa Cockrell, I'm tipping, would be pretty excited at the moment with this star chaser in her kennel. She joins me on the podcast for a bit of a chat. Lisa, welcome along.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You must be pretty proud of uh, this boy, Hector Foley. Um, he's he's taken to 600 meter racing like you wouldn't believe. Uh, Can you talk us through his last two starts and how exciting they've been?
1: Yeah, they were really exciting. We sort of we kept watching his run homes over 500 meters, and he just said, "Look, he's just screaming for 600 meters. Let's put him up and see how he goes." and then to run that time his first look was just amazing like we're so proud of him you know no matter what they do but to come out and run like that has yeah it's blown us away
0: he's he's gone from being a really good dog and, and he showed that potential early days he won a couple of races in town and uh, I recall him winning early days he had 29 30 twice at Sandown Park so he's, he's always shown immense ability but the thirty-three sixty-four that he ran first up, I thought that run was outstanding, so much so that I've actually made his win last week, the run of the week, because I thought that was almost bigger because he did it the tradesman's way, he had to work. And I, I honestly, Lisa, I don't, I don't recall the Greyhound putting away a metropolitan field the way he did last week. He just looked, he looked so much faster than the opposition. So you must have just been so proud of what he's done, but you would also be surprised of just how well he's taken to that middle distance.
1: Yeah, definitely, and his field sense as well. He just seems to, I don't know whether he muscles them out the way or just finds a gap and, yeah, he's just, he's seriously blown us away as well. We always knew he had ability and then to come back from a, you know, a a snapped Achilles the way he has, he's just, he just keeps impressing us. He's just got nothing to prove to us anymore, I don't think. We We just love him.
0: Talk us through that first up six hundred meter run. I, I believe you are on handling duties. Uh, the time comes up at thirty three sixty four, which is one of the fastest times we've ever seen at the middle distance at Sandown Park. Talk me through that run, and, and you're feeling straight after they've they've hit the line, and Hector Forley's done what he did.
1: Um, yeah, well, it was really good. We sort of we've been saying for a long, long, long time, which it feels like forever. You know, we'd love to even draw inside box four you know we'd take one two or three we wouldn't really you know that'd be great so to come up with box one we were like oh hallelujah he's just he wants the rail so bad and we know he's not early but we know he likes the rail so you know he sort of got out and stuck then I'm like oh good boy and I actually had my glasses on so I could actually see what the time <laughs> was um so that was also a really good feeling I didn't need someone to tell me what he'd ran and I was just Just walking back was, you know, it's always great running a metropolitan race and to see that time and to see it was our dog that I'd literally watched being born, it was just such a proud moment. It really was. It's still a bit surreal, I think, that Mm. it was our dog doing it. You know, I'm always so happy for everybody that has a good dog no we know the work that goes into them but for us to actually have that dog it's it's really cool
0: and as you said bringing the dog into the world uh, that's obviously special in itself but i went back through the uh, the, the tree of uh, of cockerel greyhounds that This greyhound traces back to, and um, it sort of all begins with with Martha Spinco right back uh, many many moons ago, and um, she was a greyhound that only won two out of fifty two. She then (laughs) produces Finlandia, who was a really really good uh, metropolitan greyhound. I think she might have raced um, even against a couple of ours uh, back in the day, Evie's Entity, I think, or or one of those uh, when she was going well. She then produces Rolanda Hooch, who only won two out of seventeen you then take the punt on breeding Rolanda Hooch to Bernardo and produce a greyhound like Hector Forley. So the fact that that family tree is so big and, and you've really stuck at that line, it, it must be even more special to, to finally have a greyhound like Hector Forley.
1: Yeah, it seriously is. We bought um, Martha Spinko, or popcorn as she was known, specifically to go to Token Prince. Um, so to get we had nine in that Finlandia litter with only one bitch, so you know we had to really treasure her. Um, and it is, and it's full credit to Ian. Ian's done all the homework with these dogs. I was not into greyhounds before I met him, so he is definitely the brains behind this operation. I just do all the, not all the dirty work, but <laughs> you know he he comes up with it. And he said, "Yeah, we're going to give this dog a crack." We then went to Kinloch Bray to get an outside line and we were really lucky to get Polly Potion, Rolanda Hooch and mm. Arabella Fig. Um or, And, yeah, you know, I always said Arabella Fig or, you know, Rolanda Hooch is probably going to be a better brood bitch than Polly Juice Potion because she was the better bitch on the track. So, yeah, so a lot of well-educated punts from Ian and just being able to rear them the way we want, feed them what we want. It, yeah, it's just great. So proud of them, whatever they do.
0: Well, it's the ultimate package. You've, you've done it all. Uh, Traces back, I think, nearly 20 years, uh, back to Martha Spincoe. So uh, it's an extraordinary effort. A- and this boy now, Hector Foley, makes his 715-metre debut at Sandown Park on Thursday night, ahead of, <laughs> ahead of the Sandown Cup, which is just around the corner. You must be absolutely pumped, the fact that you've got a greyhound who, who's really at the top of his game at exactly the right time. Do you, do you think he's going to be a strong 700-metre dog? What's your... What's your gut thought, I guess, on, on him as a stayer? Uh,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I always get really worried putting him up, especially up to 700 metres. We don't want to break him. You know, again, Ian is the numbers man. I just go with it. Um, they said, you know, his middle sections, he should get himself a good break. Um, he's been running home exceptional. There is only one way to find out whether he can run 700. And if he doesn't, then it's only one race. You know, we're, we're trying really hard to stay out of the media hype with him and just really enjoy the journey, you know, in our little, little world. Um, you know, God, I hope he can run it. But if he doesn't, then, you know, there's plenty of 600 metre races too.
0: Yeah, 100%. And, and and the fact he's running those 33 sixes and, and smashing 34 in into consecutive runs at Sandown would give you confidence that, like Ian said, he's going he's gonna to put a brake on them. And, and, and I think generally, to be honest, Lisa, I don't think you have to be a, a super strong 700 metre greyhound to win a Sandown Cup. I mean, I've been saying for a while, I think Harris Skipper's a big chance in the race when he gets up to 700. He's not super strong at it, but um, another greyhound that we saw just recently, um, I believe it's his birthday today, as we record, zipping Rambo uh, for for Lisa Dalbridge won the cup, and he was not a genuine seven hundred meter dog. But when they have that much brilliance about them, they can put the race to bed, and and then they've just got to whack away and find the line.
1: Yeah, that's it. You know, if you can if you can get through the way he does over six hundred meters, like you said, they've got to catch him. So. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Oh dear,
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can, I can hear the excitement in your voice, which is fantastic. We'll move away from Hector Forley, take the pressure off him, and just have a quick chat about the other few you're having on Thursday night. You've got Queen Goldstein, Box Seven, Race Number Two. Do you give her much of a hope?
1: Ah, oh, kind of depends what Cindy turns up there. If it's <laughs> the one that wants to chase, you know, maybe she'll get round. Um, everything needs to go her way. I've not even looked at fields yet. They just make me nervous. So I just turn (laughs) up and hope for the best when I put them in the boxes. So, yeah, look, she has got the ability. Um, Yeah, it just depends. She just needs everything to go her way.
0: Yeah, race three, number six, Irma Prince. Uh, These all litter mates to, of course, Hector Forley uh, up over the 600 metres. Should suit based on, on what big Hector's doing.
1: Yes, we hope so. The poor thing was up against him last last week was a bit mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, look, she can run the 600. Um, again, she needs things to go her way a little bit. She's, you know, not got the talent of her, well, her two blue brothers actually, Hippogriff's off with a very, very sore um, stopper ligament injury. Um, again, haven't seen the field. Let's just... Hope she gets around in one piece. You know, if she can get to the rail and find the front, then she is strong enough to run her out in a decent grade, uh, a decent six hundred
0: race. Four, you've got Jai's Jed. He's won seventy two thousand dollars. <laughs> he sports the blinkers. Um, I, I reckon he's the pin up boy on the the, the blinkers calendar. Uh, Jai's Jed, yeah. he's been a marvel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has. He's just a really fun dog to take to the track. He's got a really great character, very outclassed in that field. But you know, he tries. So, you know. He might be there in the finish. He might not, but he'll be wagging his tail and wanting his pat and his, you know, nugs and shake on the way home. So <laughs> good on him.
0: Well, as long as he's having as much fun as you are, by the sounds of it, least, I'm sure he'll enjoy himself. Good luck with everything moving forward. Uh, we wish you well with this journey uh, with Hector Foley. And as you mentioned, coming back from a serious injury, you and Ian have done a, an amazing job. And we, we wish you well to, for that to continue. And, and who knows, maybe win a Sandown Cup later in the month. So all the best moving forward.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Well, that wraps up this podcast. It really was the Hector Foley show, but he is an excitement machine and we're counting down toward the Sandown Cup in the next few weeks. So good luck, happy punning for Sandown Park this Thursday night.